And now, what you've all been waiting for... Donuts? No, not donuts. The jelly that goes inside of donuts? No, not the jelly that goes inside of donuts. Yeah, Mom and Dad make this podcast. When Rocks Rocks Talk. Talk. Mommy and Daddy's podcast. Oh, Mother and Father's podcast. Are you sure it wasn't donuts? Well, here we are, our very first episode. So... What shall we talk about? I don't know. <laughs> you, This is your big idea. <laughs> you can figure it out. Nothing. Yeah. Laziness. <laughs> that's what that's called. I was too lazy, unprepared. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just record. And hope for the best. And just talk. <laughs> like we do anyway. Yeah. Just, just basically. So, anyway, let me introduce ourselves <laughs> yeah, we to anybody listening. Um. <laughs> I'm Robert, and the other voice you've been hearing is my lovely wife, April. Hello. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so if you stumbled upon this, you're going to get a whole lot of just random today. And some people probably didn't stumble upon this. Maybe you're listening. Maybe you purposely search for this because you're a family member of mine that I bribed to <laughs> get on here. I've been so telling I can... my friends about it, too. So Have you? Yeah, actually, I just talked to one of my friends and uh, said, you know, once we get this up, there are other people that want the link, but you're taking forever to get it onto the site. Yeah, so these aren't going to be... <laughs> and they're uh, not just relatives, they're friends. We're new. We're totally new to this. In fact, we have not posted one yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're hearing this, we obviously posted one. Somebody's a procrastinator. But uh, so, yeah, it's not going to be current as in um, what we talk about today. And when you listen to it. Like or, from the whoever, date that this airs to yeah, the date that it It's not going to match. Um, but I'll get them up soon. It's not live. So... Uh, Totally unprofessional. That's what we are mm-hmm. in this recording and in life. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> no, it's true. There are no, there are no professionals in life. Mm-hmm. You might hear like in what professional sports, mm-hmm. but what is okay? Here's our first uh, conversation. What is a professional? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, Google got, it. You got a, in sports, so you got a football player, and they're like... Uh, Don't know who that is. <clears throat> Are they we perfect? We have been watching football. Well, we haven't this year, no. <laughs> no secret there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are. I mean, I've been a football fan all my life. I haven't. Not not football, NFL. I've loved NFL all my life. And I have not. But I'm taking a break from it. Got uh, better things to be doing with my time. Yeah. And so far it's paid off. But going back to professionals, if you have your best player in a sport, are do they mess up? They have bad days. Does that st- are they still professional? I'm not debating this. This is just a question. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe you they are considered professional, but like in what way? Well, defining the word professional says a person engaged or qualified in a profession that's what a professional is that's it yep or the adjective would be relating to or belonging to a profession like young professional people or engaged in a specified activity as one's main paid occupation rather than as a pastime like a professional boxer so you don't have to be good 
at what you do, <laughs> right? They, they don't, uh, they yeah, don't there's to... lots of lousy professionals out there. <laughs> so to be a professional, okay, yeah. yeah I, did, I wanted to, to a know. Profession. I, there I, you go. I wanted to dig into this. I mean, I'm sure there's probably other uh, accurate um, definitions there, more accurate. That was just the one that popped up when I looked it up. Okay, yeah. so you don't have to be good at it. You just have to be qualified. Yeah, because right? look at all the ones that play football that are lousy. So then would you say we're professional parents? <laughs> are we we're qualified because... <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't mean, we, say we're qualified per se, but we we're claim, involved Do in... we claim our children on our taxes? Sometimes. No. Well, oh, you mean... I'm? Oh, I thought you were talking like claim them as our own. Some, sometimes I, I refuse to claim them. I'm like whose kids are those? They're not mine. Yeah, anyway, sometimes <laughs> I'm sure we've all had those days where our kids or are do driving we, us crazy, or and... we push them out, push them on the other person. Oh, your, there you go. Your son. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your son did? Some like, people's I it was children, ours. aka ours. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. Professionals. I guess if you, like they said, belong to a profession, and yeah, I don't know. Okay, moving on. What else Yay. do I got on my list? <laughs> nothing. He's staring at nothing. Right now. Um, but anyway, uh, what were you, what about um, like what's going on coming up this year? Since it's kind of in the beginning of the year right now. So we're in the new year. Yay, New Year's. Yeah. Any any kind of resolve resolution that you got going on? Let, uh, okay, we can spend a whole show on resolutions Mm -hmm. you know how i feel about them (laughs) i think uh (laughs) resolutions are pointless to me yeah so for instance today i was in town Uh, i had to go get a few things i went to ross Mm -hmm. and in ross they had a a section um with it said new had the sign new year i don't know what it said new year's a new year or something Mm-hmm. And on the shelves, that that area, it was just all exercise stuff. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the belts and the gloves and the exercise ball and yoga mats, whatever. And um, and I'm standing there in line looking at that. I'm like, do you really need a new year? Do you really need a resolution? Do you need a new year to tell you? Some people. You need to get healthy mm-hmm. you need to do something uh, but you're looking at it from your perspective like other people need a little kick in the pants no offense but a little kickstart they need a little a little encouragement and maybe that's the thing that they use to get encouraged by it you know we i mean we can make good resolutions and you know the especially with all that's gone on in this last year previously you know some people are looking for a little bit more hope in the new new year so you know now, I've never been one to make New Year's resolutions. I never have. Because I usually resolve be- resolve to do something before the New Year. So that's not usually something that I even think about. But, you know, because I just, I'm, I guess I kind of feel like uh, he does, like Robert does. But, I mean, there are people that, you know, if it helps them, whatever, go for it. But So you're saying they use that for a, a like time a, to reflect. Yeah. Like, what what do I need to improve on or what, you know, what do I need to change? So they use that time to reflect on it. Mm -hmm. When do they start thinking about New Year's resolutions? Maybe after they ate so much fudge during Christmas. They usually think of them (laughs) when they're in excess. On New Year's Day. Maybe. 
Yeah. I'm not going to look it up. I don't know the statistics on that. But I would guess from my own life education, you know, from knowing Your people. Your life experience. From ex- experience from knowing people and myself and then also myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it always comes and, and posts, social media posts. Mm-hmm. You see them, people uh, reflect on it and start creating them the day of the January 1st. Mm-hmm. They don't do it before. They're just living it up, right? <laughs> they can care less. They're like, they just eat, drink, do whatever they want. The next day, okay, now I'm done. Party's over. Let's get serious, right? Yeah. And they, they think about it then. And that's why another that reason I have a problem with it, I guess I have a problem with it. You can see it in my face right now. <laughs> like, why don't you do that the day before? Or the day before that day? Or the day before that day? Why do you... When you say they need to reflect, they take the time to reflect, right? They have 364 other days to reflect. Yeah, I know. But not everyone's into that whole self-reflection like some of us. I mean, like for me, you know, when I... Certain things that have always bugged me or I struggle with, like I tend to... It doesn't matter what... I do set dates in my mind though. So I can't can't say like um, for our anniversary, like I was like... That was what helped me kickstart me into thinking, okay... I, if we're going to go do this, I want it done by this time. I want to be at the certain point weight or what weight wise or whatever at our anniversary. Because it was something that helped me motivate me a little bit more. So dates are important to people to get them mo- motivated to do things. I mean, like now technically I did it after because I just felt like I wanted to, but to I lost weight um, more so later. But, you know, dates are important for people. It's like when I work when I work out. I, numbers are important to me. Like I, I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn like 700 calories or whatever. And so that like I have a, a, a visual in my mind. This is what I want to reach. Like this is where I want to, and I have to have that visual in my mind to push me to get to that 700 calories. And sometimes I push it farther, but it's a starting point for me. So I guess like for some people, it's like a starting point. Like they how need many, that. How many people? percentage of americans would you say make resolutions <laughs> just just a guess i'm not even gonna look it up but just a guess i don't know i never really thought about it um not counting children well yeah. I, I know some children probably do you know because they get it from their parents and they don't like, need to be thinking like but that. let's say um, 18 and up i don't know i'd say like i don't think it'd be like a big number maybe like because not everyone cares about it but I think a lot of people really. Do. Yeah, I'm thinking. If, like, it was my. I guess. was thinking like forty percent, but it may be. Maybe it's seventy. I don't maybe. know. Oh, well, I would. I would have been more on the seventy percent. I've never made one. <laughs> you never have. I've never made a New Year's resolution. You would think I would know that well, after knowing you for you don't know me eleven, twelve, you don't years, know twelve me. years. You don't know me that well. I don't. <laughs> that's the. That's your fault. You should ask. But what questions. I did look up really quick and this is just from one source uh actually have you ever made new year's resolutions Let me well ask i'll them. get i'll get there okay 10 percent of people that make resolutions actually keep them yeah now i'm not going to read on it doesn't say how f- long they keep it like <laughs> mm-hmm. a week a, permanent a month half a... a year i don't know i know i would guess that they don't last very long mm-hmm. um or or they do, maybe they... It depends on the person. Maybe they continue. 
and try to keep it but uh but they cheat mm-hmm. they start say it's a okay i'm not gonna have uh i don't know so many calories mm-hmm. uh, or sweets or whatever a day and i would say after a couple weeks you would start cheating you would slip in just a little bit mm-hmm. oh just today or just you know one time a week and mm-hmm. then you go try to go back to it and then that one time a week becomes two two times a week i'll you know i can have an extra and then you fail then it's over right um and then you- why i'm just thinking of this as we go because like i said nothing's scripted this is uncut version of us right here i'm just whatever's in my head you, whatever's in my you. head's coming out i got you um now i lost what i was gonna say good um <laughs> talking too much too. why do you think <laughs> they need to cheat um like say if it's uh dieting or whatever why do you think people need to start cheating is it because they because they're what, what do you call that like when you're going through a withdrawal maybe you know when you have withdrawals yeah you, you want to quit binge. drinking and you drink you know say you drink often and you want to quit you can't quit well you can quit cold turkey some people do and depends on what's motivating you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but Right, motivation is important. Yeah. I but, think that's important with the New Year's resolution thing. It's the motivation behind it. Like, is it literally something that you're going to make a permanent change? Or is it something that's just, oh, well, we'll see how long it lasts until the next year comes along. And then we'll redo it again or we'll do something different. Like, I mean, it, it also depends on the person. If a person is more likely to stick with this their convictions and and go with it then yeah like i mean it just depends so if it's being only 10 percent of people actually keep them and again i didn't even read it that much but out of that 10 percent that keep it it didn't say how long do they keep it oh for a year if you would read on those 10 percent keep it for a year or only two mm-hmm. percent keep it for a lifetime you know whatever I it know, depends I know on the resolution. Drops. It may not be, the resolution may not be long-term. They could make short-term resolutions. Just because you say a New Year's resolution doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's a long-term resolution. It could be, well, you know what? I need to cut down on this for a while because I noticed it's affecting me in this way too much. So if I cut it down a little bit and help balance it out, then maybe. Like, I mean, you can do certain things where it's short-term versus long-term. You know, maybe you want to see how your body reacts to like if you cut out certain things and if nothing changes, you go back to it. It just depends. I love talking to you because because <laughs> this isn't <laughs> this is honestly, this isn't a debate. We're not trying to. Yeah. You know, you're not trying to, you know, make Prove your you point wrong. and I'm not trying to make my <laughs> point, you know, to to down yours. It's I'm just telling you how I feel about them and how yeah, I yeah. see things you're telling you're you're. You're giving things the benefit of the doubt, um, and you're seeing, you know, you're seeing it a little differently. And then it gets me to think, you know, just mm-hmm. picking each other's brains, I guess. Yeah, it helps. Um, but that's how we learn. I mean, take each other. Like apart. I said, we do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. These are our everyday talks. Mm-hmm. If you really go back and record <laughs> yeah, well, and yeah, record it, uh, secretly record our conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, you don't. But. <laughs> There, we still carry conversations. <laughs> yeah, like right before we got on this podcast, we started talking about um, Star Wars and Man- the Mandalorian. Had this conversation, and it was funny because we had things to do, and it like ended up going a little longer. And then we were like, "Oh, we better hurry this." Yeah, convo well, up. I mean, 
We're talking about. We're the... on our way to go. You, you know, you were gonna. Mm-hmm. We were gonna go see the kids real quick, and I was gonna do something. It's whatever. their time to spend but, with their grandma. And we were, you know, time was time was uh, starting to tighten up. Mm-hmm. And you brought it up, the Star I did. Wars, but you know better to bring it up. I know me. because then you go on for a while. Yeah, and but you notice when we do talk like that, we don't. You don't realize how much time went by. Or yeah. at least I don't. Well, like when I went and I visited with my sisters today, I was there and I was just going to drop the stuff off. But then we just started. To, and then we start. We went on topics. We went from um, we went topics about debating things to censorship, like uh, Facebook censorship to we went to pro-life and pro-abortion arguments. Like we went all over the globe on what we were conversating on. It was just because we were enjoying it. And I was after it was like an hour Mm-hmm. I was there. We were just talking about all kinds of I noticed how long things. it was because I was at home waiting for you. You were not. You're probably busy doing stuff. He so, just worries sometimes. Probably. So my point is, what I was saying is, when we do have conversations, not here on the mic, but just mm-hmm. our everyday conversations, you say we don't really talk, but we do. Mm-hmm. The only difference is there are distractions in between. Mm-hmm. Our conversations will... Veer off. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Or fade off because right? we're doing stuff. And here we don't got nothing but uh, a mic in front of us and just staring at each mm-hmm. other. So we have no choice. <laughs> uh, to conversate. Right? Yeah. We get distracted easily by everything else. So it's it's, it's the same day. thing. It's just more uh, more Focused. more concentrated. Right. Yes. Like my concentrated. coffee. My, my coffee I was trying to make today. I was today. thinking of orange juice. Trying to get that, that uh, those coffee grounds. Yeah, with the espresso that I got you. Yeah, my wife got me an espresso <laughs> machine. Uh, I had to go all spy on, or all, what is it all? Incognito, not incognito, but like secret agent and go and get it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, just like all presents, you do it, uh, mm-hmm. gifts. You do yeah, it, but um, this was different because I had to go out of my comfort zone and try to do it, and I don't drink coffee. <laughs> so I have espressos every day. Mm-hmm. I have to. Well,. That's a matter of opinion. That, that was the air quotes you can't see. I had have to. <laughs> but anyway, um, this will save me a lot of money because espressos right. are not cheap. Hmm. And it's espresso. Nope. It's not espresso. I hear people say <laughs> That's espresso. A and there's his. no X in there. <laughs> oh, um, that's fun. But yeah, and I'm learning to make them. Um, not that I don't really know how. This is, is what, your third I've one? I've been drinking these for, okay, let's see. Third I'm not, not going to say how old I was. I'm not going to say how old I am now. I'm just going to do the math real quick in my head. <laughs> I want to give up the age. So I would say about 28 years I've been drinking, at least 28 years, maybe more. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking iced espressos. For 28 years I have not been drinking iced espressos. Just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I don't drink coffee. Period. <laughs> you do like the smell of it. I do. I don't. I, I like it. It reminds me of um, my grandmother used to make coffee um, early in the morning. She was a very old fashioned. She'd get up with the when the roosters crowed at like four in the morning. And I remember like waking up to the smell of coffee roasting and uh, coming downstairs um, when I was at her yeah. house. So it was a good memory. So I, I do like the smell of coffee. Yeah. I just don't like the taste. No offense to the elder. Mm-hmm. Honestly, no offense, but the coffee that you smell, mm-hmm. that you're familiar with growing up like that, that's just your regular grounded uh, medium roast or whatever, mm-hmm. your classic roast. Mm-hmm. That's just straight up 
uh, your basic black coffee. She'd always drink a black. This what I got. I bought the dark roast today, and I try to get the best beans, specifically espresso roast beans. Mm-hmm. Um, when I ground that up today, mm-hmm. with the grinder, you also got me. <laughs> Yeah, but we, awesome. might, we but, might need to get you a different one that grinds a little finer. No, it actually, it was a, it might do the job. Okay. Anyway, we'll 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 play with that. But <laughs> we'll reevaluate. That smell is so much different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got to be a coffee drinker. Yeah. Probably, Probably. to know. Maybe you don't. I, don't I like know. the whipped cream on top. That's about it. Yeah. And they put the little caramel, and you get to see salt caramel. I like eating those off the top. <laughs> I love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, you do, dear. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna work on that. Every one I make will improve. I'll get the ratios down, and I know all I had to force stuff. him out of his comfort zone of getting coffee every at the espressos, and he now he has to do his own. And I'll start slow though. Yeah, I'll still buy one because listen, folks, okay. he's giving himself an out. <laughs> let's let's connect this with Already. resolutions. No. Resolve to. Okay. No, let, let's connect this with mm-hmm. resolutions, New Year's resolutions that we were talking about. If I were to quit buying them mm-hmm. and only make them at home because now I have the capability of doing it, I have everything. I have the sauces. I have the uh, milk. I got the ice cubes. I got the cups. I got what the else? Machine. I got the coffee beans. I got the <laughs> machine. And um, I got two hands. I got everything I have to make it right. Now... I can, I can just start making them at home, period. Mm-hmm. Save myself a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And trips and waiting in line and all that good stuff. But I cannot master them right now like the espresso stands can, right? Mm-hmm. Not only have they got the better equipment, they they will connect it to professionals, air quotes, professionals working, making mm-hmm. them. I will go through a withdrawal. <laughs> Even though I'm still getting coffee in my system, mm-hmm. and it'd be nice if they made them in IV packs. <laughs> That's gross. No, I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't be able They'd to taste it, so that wouldn't like that. that wouldn't be good. But uh, I would go through withdrawals because mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm missing it. Mm-hmm. I'm missing what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Been used to for 28 years. Um. So yeah, I will go. I'll. I'll, tr- I'll try to do what a few, and then I'll go buy one every few days um but hopefully i get to a point where i can master them like the professionals if i had been drinking coffee for 28 years i would have been drinking it since i was little (laughs) like too young to be drinking coffee (laughs) we don't need to uh (laughs) give away ages or Uh, yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh there are some people out there that can quickly do the math in their head I didn't say specifically. Well. Just thought I was a little there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm older than you. Is that what I'm you're married saying? married an I'm old man. I'm not an old man. <laughs> no, you're not an old man. You're very young. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I act like it sometimes. Mm. <laughs> no comment. <clears throat> so anyway. Yeah, anywho. Let's shift it over and... Let's go to what you were talking about, our conversation earlier today. Oh, yeah. You want to get into Star Wars? Yeah. Let's Any talk, opportunity. Uh, <laughs> but we got to be 
careful when it comes to certain subjects. Because not everyone. Yeah, there are spoilers out there. Not everyone has seen everything that exists on TV or... Unless you're my son and my husband, you have not seen everything that exists on Star Wars. (laughs) I'm not talking about Star Wars. I'm just talking about... The whole... Anything in general, like shows or movies. uh... I haven't seen a lot of things. Well, we haven't. No, we don't. But what I'm saying is that we got to be careful what we talk about because not everybody's seen everything. Yeah. Um, Spoiler. If I got into a TV show or a movie, I was listening to a podcast and I... You'd be like, I would I would have no. to watch out for a lot of spoilers because I don't we don't watch a whole lot of movies a whole lot of TV shows. Um, there's only a few that we select few that we watch, and that's just it's it's just better that I mean there's so much junk out there now it's kind of hard to avoid it. So. A lot of garbage. Yeah. And okay, let's talk about that. It's not not all of it is garbage, mm-hmm. but it has garbage in it. Yeah. Right. So. Are you say do you an got analogy? A, say you got kind of because I love doing them. I just I don't know. It's my thing. Yeah. Say you got a good uh, a good glass of water. I think that... fresh water, right? Mm-hmm. Fresh the the best. I don't know wherever you can find at the top of well, it wouldn't be at the top, but whatever mountain glaciers and mm-hmm. whatever some of the best water you can find, right? One speck of dirt ruins the whole glass. Of I wasn't water. gonna say dirt. <laughs> But I actually saw that happen. That actually, you got, I saw somebody did that at. I think it was on the kids were at a VBS. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, uh, somebody did that analogy where they had a glass of water and they pour. Sorry, dear, you're not an originalist on this idea, but they put something in it and just like one drop, and it dirtied the whole thing up. It just totally ruined the whole glass of water. Yeah, a little speck. Just a little bit, and then they didn't want to drink it. Turned every the water brown. But, okay. But the water itself was good, and mm-hmm. still is good, if you can reverse that and and uh, distract the dirt. You mean extract? Extract. Yeah, distract yeah. the dirt yes. from the water. <laughs> if you're new to listen to us, I'm gonna get a lot of. I'm gonna use words wrong. It's just who I am. I I don't <laughs> got book smarts. I never have. I grew up kind of street life i guess you could say so there put that out there so when you hear it don't you know change the station and say i can't stand this guy he's using the word wrong because my wife's here to correct me so she'll beat you to the punch (laughs) it's not a punch it's just a friendly little so anyway that the water yes if you were to do something to the dirt what is it extract yes extract the dirt you would have quality water. It might not be exactly like what it was, but it'd be pretty quality water, right? Yeah. And you only have a little bit, like you said, you only have a little bit of that dirt in it, mm-hmm. you know, full glass. But and that's what really, I'm trying. Yeah, it's really difficult. I was going to use extra- oil, so I was going to say oil. Well, oil separates from water technically, but I know. Okay, let's use oil real quick. <laughs> if you put oil, just a little drop, in a big jar of fresh water. Mm-hmm. it wouldn't act as the same as dirt Mm-mm. the dirt blends in and takes yeah. over the whole glass mm-hmm. the oil will separate itself and concentrate itself to a certain area like uh, usually mm-hmm. on the top right now if you were to be able to get the bottom only of the water mm-hmm. somehow and drink that you might be fine mm-hmm. it might taste for the most part pretty good but it's still in the water 
it's still a part of it, right? Mm -hmm. And let's go back to what we were saying. TV shows and movies and music. We'll throw music in there. There's a lot out there that's good quality stuff. And it can be. It could stay that way. But they but they go and insert that dirt. A little bit of dirt. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I like that word dirt because it is dirt. They insert a little bit of dirt into the shows, movies, music. Or oil. Muddy or whatever. Waters. Right? And it's un it's necessary un, it's unnecessary plus and then when you watch it and they've got that dirt in there like it it ruins the whole movie for you because well for me it does because then i'm like you know it was so good and then that just went down and some it's never always just usually it's never just one little thing they always have to like sprinkle it in there oh yeah and then you so you can't separate it easily you can't extract the dirt from it and like just whatever you know not because there's so much of it sprinkled yeah, in if here it was and, there. And, and i've seen some movies where, where they it's, don't uh, do that but once in a while they'll put that in there but it's yeah. oil they put yeah. it only in a certain part of the movie so you can. and it might last for a few minutes like just nonsense happening you can fast forward that or mute it or whatever. And then the most, the rest of the movie is going to be pretty good. And you're like, and then I go back and think, did you have to go and just ruin that part? Yeah. Or you can do the dirt method mm-hmm. and it's just sprinkled. It, it, it corrupts the entire thing. Yeah, it does. It's throughout. Yeah. Um, and it's unnecessary. Okay. So, uh, we, you kind of mentioned this earlier. We didn't even go into a conversation about it, but it just came up real quick. Uh, what's that show called? You said Cobra Kai or, or Cobra Kai? Yeah, the Karate Kid spinoff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is no spoilers. I'm not gonna put in. My friend's gonna be listening to this. That's fine. Okay, I'm no spoilers. <laughs> Just saying. I watched watches. some of the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, not by choice. A coworker, a friend of mine, was watching it, and then I got into it a little bit. But as I'm watching it, I'm like, I, it, this is. They ruin so much of it. It's a good show. If I pulled out pulled out that uh, dirt mm-hmm. or oil or whatever out of it, and then you re-edit it and just watch the thing without that those that junk in it, mm-hmm. it's a really good show. Yeah. It's got it's really good. Mm-hmm. But then you gotta throw that in there and just ruin it. Not for everybody. You know the saying you ruined it for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. some people can care less and it doesn't bother them. And that's that whatever. If that that's if you're one of them, this is not on you. I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just this is me, mm-hmm. how I prefer it. Yeah. And so how I'm I'm seeing it is, you do ruin it for some people. Say you had your children watching it, mm-hmm. um, and you won't allow them so much certain content. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. You just uh, eliminated them from watching it. You're you're closing the gap on on. How, how many people can view it the wide scope of the audience mm-hmm. um and imagine if you didn't have that in there how much broader uh that audience would be mm-hmm. why do they throw it in there and not just that show i'm talking about across the board tv shows music movies why did uh the makers of the shows or the movies or the music feel they have to incorporate that that uh dirt um because they think that's what the world expects them to do um they want to fit in they want to get more viewers that like that kind of stuff because that's like the stuff that's popular at the time i think you know that's just i think a lot of it's to do with that is just 
you know, they maybe they feel intimidated by other people in their field or who knows what they what it is. But I doubt they feel intimidated because everybody's doing it. Yeah, that's true. It's it's the it's what's it's the fad. It, yeah, it's it's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the sad part that it is the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and like if we're like certain things that are in there that they throw in there and you're like, you know, like if you. Like, for me, like, if I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't even notice it or, you know, it's kind of like, I'm just used to it. You know, it's not like it doesn't affect me at all. Then I'm like, maybe I've been watching too much of that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, then you become desensitized to it. Yeah. Now, if you're desensitized to it, does that. Is it is it binge watching or um, not so much binge watching, but more of just you like a show and you're going to watch it no matter what. Or you like a movie and you're going to watch it no matter what, even if it starts getting uh, kind of garbagey, if mm-hmm. that's a word. Probably not. But you know what I mean? If it starts going there and you continue to watch it, is it that that you're drawn into it or is it your morals have dropped or have been clouded your your you know you what i mean been clouded a bit. yeah like because because me and you uh we we try to we try to live as much of a, a good moral we try to have a moral standard in our life mm-hmm. um and we're not perfect. Mm-mm. We're far from perfect. That's why I said earlier, we're not professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not professionals of faith. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're, I don't know, because we can go back to what the word means, professional. But we're uh, not perfect in it. A lot of flaws that we have. But we acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. That we do have flaws. And we do as much as we can to improve it. Yeah, we have tendencies and we have weaknesses. We were born with weaknesses. God knew exactly what he was doing when he made us with our certain weaknesses or tendencies. You know, like those kinds of things. The cool thing is with like when you're more tendency towards this or tendency towards that, any of those things, like watching um, a, a series that, you know, may not, you probably know there's some stuff in there you probably, you know, shouldn't watch or... Or you know that there's some stuff in there that it's a really good show and you can watch it. And if you, you know, um, really think about it, you watch it and it not affect you. It's still kind of hard to really know. Um, there's that weakness or tendency to, towards certain things. But what I what I believe is like whatever weaknesses we have, uh, we can turn that around and make those weaknesses a strength. As in, we can do something amazing with that kind of stuff because we have, we've been given um, those weaknesses for a purpose. We can use them, they can drag us down, or we can rise above them and use it as a witness to other people about, hey, you know what, I used to do this kind of stuff, or I used to, you know, be this kind of way and then change it up and be like, but I don't do that anymore because I found something better or, you know, my my standards went up. Yeah. I've had a, I had a lot of weaknesses. I still have weaknesses. Yeah, we both do. But uh, yeah. I mean, and and I and I want to just kind of point out though, like with some of these um, shows and stuff, like even like some things like The Mandalorian or some other things, 
there might be some stuff in there that, you know, maybe isn't the greatest. Usually in The Mandalorian, I see a lot of good. But there, once in a while, there's a few things that are, eh, you know. But, um, but at the same time, you know, if we're honest about things and we face up to, well, this isn't the greatest, I mean, we can kind of... So, yeah, where, where do you draw that line? Um, we try to draw a line mm-hmm. on uh, what can be tolerated. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the right word to use in this case. It, what could be tolerated in our house or what can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandalorian is one of those borderline ones. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know to some people it's there's completely nothing wrong with it uh, mm-hmm. on a moral standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there is a lot of good in it. There is... The Mandalorian himself, Dinjaro. But I'll give you another perspective, he's, though. He's uh, he's doing the right thing, right? Okay. And he wasn't mm-hmm. always the greatest person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there is good. I'm just I'm I'm talking. Um, uh, well, like here, here's another perspective, and this is speaking from like my mom. My mom's more. She has more, even more uh, stringent views on things like that. She does not like that kind of stuff because she doesn't like. The idea of the force, uh, wielding the force and being environmental and all that other stuff. And one with Nate, like then it, to, to her, it dilutes. Um, Basically what it is, it's a, another version of God. Yeah. Where, where the force comes from. Yeah. Right? And, and, and that they're in tune with nature and all that other stuff. Um, yeah. More environmentally kind of stuff. I mean, which uh, my mom does love the environment, but she doesn't worship the environment. Yeah. So, so this is what I see about that. Um, and I'm not only because I'm a Star Wars fan, am I, do I like back it up? I'm in, I think in a place in my life where as much as a a fan, I might be of something. If it's going down the tube for me, Mm -hmm. I'll back away from it. Yeah. Um, and I have done that with things already in my life or our life, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but when it comes to this is okay when it comes to star wars mm-hmm. right we'll just use that for an example mm-hmm. there's a couple things i try to see i try to twist things in my own head mm-hmm. twist things to make it uh more godly like acceptable n- not acceptable but how i see it like because originally the force the whole idea of this is faith-based it's it's uh it's spiritual mm-hmm. it derived from god okay and they took it somewhere else right Mm -hmm. it's it's not god they obviously took it somewhere else but the idea came from there Mm. but that's not where i accept it what i'm saying is we know and we teach this to our children we know the difference in reality and fantasy and fantasy right Mm -hmm. some people don't yeah and um the way we do that is we talk to them, uh, give them a little more freedom into what the world offers. Not if you know what I mean, not just say, oh, go do your own thing. Watch whatever you want, do whatever you want. But like you were saying with your mom, mm-hmm. really shield shielded on things. Right. And my view on that is if you completely shut them out to what the real world is, when they get out there, finally 18 oh i'm gonna you know flew flew, how do you say flee the nest flew or how do you (laughs) say the nest yeah fly away Mm -hmm. fly away from the nest fly away from home Mm -hmm. um 
then they're exposed to the world something that they were never shown yeah and things can happen they don't know how to take it mm-hmm. they don't know if it was even right or wrong like what they're seeing in real life if this is right or wrong because well, you never showed it well to here's me. another thing though i okay so i don't okay we're going to talk later off about twisting things into our acceptance of something we'll talk about that later um but um i think that the uh idea that he's saying is important um like when we talk to our kids like i'm very i'll 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 stop if i see something in a movie beforehand or during i tend to say something about it to the kids to let them know you know okay well this is what isn't you know probably isn't acceptable this way you're going to come across it a lot but this is not right. And so I try to tell them, even though they're they're watching it and they're getting some things in there that aren't great, if I t- talk to them and t- tell them, okay, well, this is not right, you're going to, you know, that I'm letting them know that, okay, you're going to come across this stuff, but it's not good, so this is how you deal with it. Um, I think that's important to narrate in a way or to, like, give them a heads up as to what because you can let them watch stuff but if you don't say anything about it they're gonna think oh it's fine so i think you can let them watch things but you also have to be a parent and you have to guide them as well so yeah and that's what i'm saying but i was gonna say you said can okay so uh you're saying with like with my mom she has certain convictions convictions that are maybe different than other people um she might feel like uh she's being told not to like by god not to do something or not watch this or not that you know this or that and we all are convicted in different ways we all are convicted through like what we're drawn to like say i was drawn to something really bad or something like that i should or maybe i like love chocolate but somebody else like you you're not big on sweets that much like you're fine with having it but like for me it, it's hard to like stop at one chocolate right so like i need to avoid it i get convicted about it um you know it just depends on the person and and how you're in line like what i believe what i'm in aligned with what god's telling me when the closer i am to him i'm going to be told you know okay this is this is, probably shouldn't be something you do but it might be okay for somebody else because they can handle it or they don't have that weakness or that drawing towards it. So that's what I'm saying. I like our conversations. Because <laughs> you've seen it two different ways. For the most part, we see a lot of things. Uh, We're pretty much in agreement on a lot of it. But yeah. I, I want like I, I, I want to delve into it a little more. Because I'm, I want people to see it from every perspective. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there's... I guess there's got to be a balance. Yeah. Um. Like in the force. So, yeah, you were... Yeah. No, you don't want to talk about the force no more. So let's I didn't not talk say about it. The That's force. not what I said. Well, I'll later a little bit explain more what I meant by that. But... Um, so, yeah, you got to have like a balance. Uh, you also got to have... At least with us. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to parent. I'm not... You know, this is us mm-hmm. and the way we do things and why we do things a certain way. Mm-hmm. But the, when we're talking about exposing them to what the world offers, mm-hmm. right? Not, but we have limits to us. I, when I say that, I don't mean just all out. No, there's still limits because, um, you know, they're children. If you don't want they them, take if you don't, stuff in. if you don't want them to handle a million dollars, if we had a million dollars, you're not just going to give them a million dollars 
but you're also not going to give them zero. Yeah. And never show them what money is. Mm-hmm. We'll give them a dollar. Did a chore. You start five dollars. You, you just... did. You did a chore. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's five dollars. But you're not going to give them the million that we have in our bank account. We don't have a million. I know in we don't. This, and this is <laughs> just throwing that out there, folks. This is not reality. <laughs> um, this is a fantasy world. <laughs> the difference between reality. And yes. Fantasy. Yeah. Exactly. But um, but exa- <laughs> it's an example. My point is, um, you will expose them to a little bit of it, right? Yeah. So they can understand it. Yeah. Take that five dollars and go learn to budget that five dollars. Yeah. It, it what is to what a child do, does, right? Adults have bigger budgets. You Examine know. it. So that's what I'm saying. Exposing them to life, you expose them just a little bit, yeah. enough so they understand it and yeah. know how to deal with it as they get older. Yeah, and be forthright and honest about your own experiences with yeah. them. Because, like, I know, like some people, they um, when it comes to experiences, like. Like, for instance, like with uh, my husband and went through a lot of stuff when he was a teenager and up when he was Things that could sometimes uh, destroy someone and... Yeah, ruin their life. Yeah. Or their family. Um, And and if you you talk about these things to them, they're like, wow. Because see, like for me, I think kids think that parents have to be perfect or parents are you know infallible or they they can't you know they don't make mistakes all they know is they they what from the time they existed the word no no no, that's not where i'm going (laughs) from the time they existed were born that's all they know they knew of you Mm -hmm. from then forward yeah they don't know previous to that yeah so they're only judging off what they see. Yeah, and so it's good, like you're saying, it's good to tell them. share the experiences that the mistakes that we've made with them, and you know, like you know, I wouldn't say go into tons and tons of detail, but into some or just be straightforward. Or what's over, relevant for that? Yeah, time for that, that conversation. Time, uh, you know, because that way you're relatable to the children, but you're still a parent and you're not just a friend. Like you know, you know. Um, Ensure that they respect you, even though you make mistakes. I know, Speaking of, you got to be a parent before you're a friend. Yeah, just put it out there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a good a good friend is a parent, really. <laughs> you know, because they're gonna care about you and want your security. But anyway, um, yeah. So it's just really important um, to kind of be a parent and let them know. Now, because I made these mistakes doesn't mean you have a right to disrespect me or whatever. We're not buddy-buddy all the time because I'm like, now I've learned from my mistakes and whatever. You can't talk, be like, because like I'll say, like what, like if I told a story and they're like, oh, mom, you're doing it again. You're being kind of a brat. You know, kids will take advantage of that kind of stuff. So you have to be like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. I'm telling you this so that we can relate um, but I'm the adult here and you're still the child and I love you, but you can't disrespect me just because I made and shared these mistakes with you that I made in the past. So I'm saying that from a personal experience. <laughs> and what is a good parent doing when you're seem to be scolding all the time, your children, you're not doing it. Well, some bad parents do it out of enjoyment and that's a sad thing, but well, for the most part, we're not doing it for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. We're doing it for their uh, good, the yeah, betterment of them. To make them, we have to do it in a right way. I think sometimes we let things build too much, and then that's when you get like parenting that's not great parenting. Yeah, you got to. We have to be able to be patient. You got to discipline. Yeah, share and communicate. Patience, calmness, communicate, and don't let it get to a point where 
you get you're you get you know like yelly or whatever but it's really hard if you're not you mean where you just don't say anything and you let it ball up and then you just explode yeah and that's not just with parenting to children that's peer-to-peer or yeah it's all about husband to wife you know it's like we can we can let that get in the way too and just simmer and that's not a good thing yeah and that can be kind of a form of laziness i think too like when we just don't want to deal with something and we just push it aside then eventually it's eventually gonna, you're going to have to deal with it, and then at that point, it's, yeah, it's going to. And be then you're ugly. like so blinded by the fury <laughs> or the frustration that you might yell or say like, "Don't do that," and then, then you're not teaching your child. What does God say it. about that? About what? About um, not letting the sun go down on your wrath. Yeah, like not not holding Anger. things in, and then also what you just touched on a little bit when you do finally have the conversation. Mm-hmm listen don't just be defensive and, and just bark it's at, hard you know yeah and what is he what does he say about that about the tongue and the oh all that i you're putting me on the spot here um the tongue he does talk about the tongue in uh, james it's in james uh he's talking about how powerful the tongue is how yeah and how de- a destruction destro- it destroys things yeah. it tears things down okay he it says something like this and i paraphrase i'm not the best at memorizing verses so most of my I know a lot of verses I most of my quotes are not really quotes they're paraphrases mm-hmm. uh but he does say he's talking about how powerful the tongue is not the not the tongue as in uh licking some ice cream not like that but what you say yeah. Right, what comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. to another person? Yeah, um, a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. And people listen to and also it to says gentle not to, talk. It also says not to provoke your children to wrath. So, I mean, there's quite a, and of course, I don't know every reference, but I know a lot of those. It's I always remember the soft answer. Well, the one I was going to is uh, he's talking about the rudder on a ship. Oh yeah, big old ship back then. They had big ships yeah. they didn't have motorized whatnot. pirates of the caribbean ships so <laughs> maybe the, not <laughs> the rudder is small yeah it's a small thing mm-hmm. but controlling such a huge ship yeah and you turn it to the left and it steers the it, whole ship it steers the way. whole ship it's so powerful that little thing mm-hmm. it's how the tongue is mm-hmm. such a small member of the body but it's so powerful and in, in it could destroy someone. And reflecting it not just to children, but in in general with people you know, like you were saying earlier, peers. We uh, one other verse that I was talking about with uh, some people in our uh, group, Bible group, uh, said, "Be at, if you can, be at peace with all men." Well, if you're person, yelling, person is what basically that means for some yeah. people listening. They men might think, or no, women. it means yeah. In general, so so yeah, it just. Uh, be at peace with people and you can't do that if you're busy yelling and shouting or letting your temper go and I know there's been lots of times this last year where people lost their temper about things that you know that might seem silly if you look back on it but it also talks not about quarreling over little things that's another thing and those ones are what you're talking about where people got upset a lot this year many many people it's not in the area we're just now we're talking about by letting things ball get you know hold it's it in bursts of anger it's other things in their life going on yeah things that are frustrating them like covid mm-hmm. lockdowns all this stuff is frustrating people yeah. right so the way they interact with people that anger is is uh 
explosive. Uh, it just they're you're, they're a weapon, right? And that anger is pow that's going on has yeah. nothing to do with that person you're Fueling talking to. Them. It's coming from somewhere else. Yeah. That anger in you, but but it's powering your weapon. It's like uh, yeah, it's funny because when you were saying that, I was it's like when me and I when we debate, aka argue. Usually we it, don't argue. We might later because that whole force thing I talked about. Lightning. So I'm going to... Watch out for lightning. But yeah, uh, when we any, get off the air here, I'm going to... Run. Um, but anyway, uh, no. <laughs> um, what I was saying is that when we debate, um, that we tend to start... We Usually it's not... A, the, the anger doesn't come from like the place that we're talking, like whatever we're disagreeing uh, about at that moment. Some of it's just a buildup. It, sometimes it's almost like an excuse to bring out the other stuff that you're frustrated at that person about. Like, you know, then the other stuff comes up because it was buried there for a while. And then yeah. you're like, okay, this is the a chance to get it out. The your path is going to get it. Well, I mean, or like if you and I are and we're dealing with each other and we get frustrated about our little things that we do wrong, um, then yeah, we'll be like, it'll everything will just spill out. Like I was talking with my sister and I was like, I got so excited. I'm sorry because I had interrupted her talking because I was just, I get really excited. And, and I um, I was like, it was like I vomited it out, right? Well, that's like with, with fighting. Everything just kind of spews, blows chunks, basically. It's kind of gross. But, um, you know, comes out with but it. But that's what comes out. Yeah. Is the, the filth. Yeah. The right? dirt. <laughs> so I like what, what, how do you say that word again? And, and now, say it. Analogy. Analogy. Metaphor, simile. So <laughs> you made one without realizing it, but when you just let it out, finally, it's the garbage that comes out. It's vomit. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? If you didn't let it get to that point, took care of yourself, yeah, you wouldn't have vomited and you would have just spoke. Yeah. You know? Don't um, hold it in, but like do it and do it in a way where it just kind of just here and there, like calmly communicate your feelings rather than just you know, jumping on somebody's, th like the buildup's the worst part, you know, it's just the worst part because then you're not letting your emotions and, uh, you know, because we shouldn't be doing things on emotions anyway. I mean, that's kind of the problem with a lot of things is we go on our emotions. We're kind of a slave to our emotions, whether it's um, things that we're like, you know, doing, you know, like um, being angry or we're being emotional, like I don't even love the emotion of love or emotions will totally you mislead you yeah you don't want to go by feelings you think yeah feelings you think it's coming from a good place <laughs> yeah uh you know people do sometimes we make that mistake and we mm -hmm. think it's coming from a good place but like you're like i love you so much and then the next thing you know i hate you like that's like it's you know what i mean it's it's you're getting led by those kinds of things one of my oh my okay so pet peeve one of my, uh, the songs I hate, I mean, I despise, and I've despised it since it came out in what, the 90s, early 2000s, Listen to Your Heart, that song, Listen to <laughs> Your Heart, drove me nuts. Our heart is what screws us up so much, and that's emotion-based. You're going off your emotions, and those screw everything up, like, you know, because we're humans, and we make mistakes, and, you know, we can't do that, and that's why it's important, um... To separate ourselves from those emotions and be like, no, because if we listen to our heart, we're pr pretty much screwed up because your heart will tell you, you know, well, I feel really upset right now and I just hate all these things and blah, blah, blah. 
And then you like put those emotions on other people and they have to deal with it. And it's just, it's just stupid. I'm so sorry. say it's, <laughs> no, it is. Um, I would have let you had a whole segment just on that. I could. Because <laughs> um, it's, it is such a powerful message, but. And, That's a world and message. one that goes uh, unseen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easily like unseen. Like it's fine. Even in the books I read, in the inspirational books I read, they say, Oh, just listen to your heart. And I'm like, okay, what? but if you did listen to your heart and your feelings and how you felt, right? If that was true, mm. then kind of like what you were saying, I, you, I think if I quote you, you said, oh, I'm not feeling good right now, mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. right? I'm not feeling good right now. Mm-hmm. So you're making a decision based off, off that uh, Short current time. feeling. Yeah. In another time, say the next day. That same uh, interaction, whatever it was, comes about, but you have a, you're feeling totally different. Yeah, you would make a totally different choice. Yeah, reaction now, even. You just made two in two different realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just made two different choices mm-hmm. in the same situation. Yeah, but one was based off this emotion or how you were feeling at that time, and the other one was based off another. Mm-hmm. But the same situation, like how can it then that alone tells you it doesn't make sense. And it's if you like for me, like too, like I uh, it says in the Bible, the heart is treacherous. It's full of deceit. We can't be listening to that stuff. We're humans. We make mistakes imperfect. The heart is a part of that, Uh, that whole filth and dirt and everything that we've been talking about. You know, I could feel like watching this show that's really amazing. Like, I think it's awesome and I want to watch it and all this other stuff. And, I, and I'm and i watching this show and it's great. But then, you know, <laughs> really, is it that great? Or is it just because I want what I want and it's a weakness of mine? Like, you know, like um, say I want to watch a romance or something, um, which I do like watching romances. <laughs> um, but what if it's a dirty romance? I, I know. It's a dirty romance. Then you're getting drawn into a whole other segment of things that are ugly and, you know, and dirty what real romance is. Um, So you get drawn into it because it's something, a weakness of yours. So, you know, you you just can't, like, I can't listen to my heart because if that was the case, then I would be. We should do an outro song with, uh, an outro with that song. No, we shouldn't. Then I would get scolded twice. It gets stuck in your head, that song, I know. I still have the tune in my head. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think we will wrap it up there. Um, Don't listen to your heart. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that can also be the title. Mm-hmm. We'll figure that part out later. <laughs> Hopefully people get to hear this someday. Someday. So. Someday. Oh, you know what? Over the rainbow. To close this off, I will make a New Year's resolution. Uh-oh. I never do. Mm-mm. To get on the ball and get these posted. Uh, posted. That'd be great. No, I won't make a resolution to do that because then shouldn't I'm more have. likely to fail. You so have I will to just resolve. do it. So, yeah, we'll wrap it up there and we will see you all another day. Well, will we really see them? No, they won't see us either. You will Crazy. hear us another day, another time. I don't know when. We'll another figure place. all that out later. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.